The coalition came face to face with its opponents in Māoridom today in a spectacular clash of world views and neither side is budging. The government was welcomed to the treaty grounds with a porphyry but the welcome came with a warning. Don't touch Te Tiriti or Waitangi. Boos and jeers were aimed at Deputy Prime Minister Winston Peters who was told Enoho or sit down. Act leader David Seymour also faced fury from protesters who sang over him while he spoke on the marae. Let's get straight to Waitangi and our reporter Jimmy Allingham. Kia ora Jimmy, what's it been like there today? Kia ora Lisa, well unprecedented crowds turned up today, the biggest turnout they've had in years people say. There were some protesters here, a couple of people had to be held back but most of them were here to listen and perhaps challenge what the government speakers had to say. I spoke to a couple of those government speakers, Nicole McKee and Shane Jones, and we'll hear more from them later in the programme. They were among a couple of sides, there was plenty of passion on both sides of the Pai Pai today and they were on one side of it and on the other there was plenty of passion from the host here at the Treaty Grounds as well. But for a full wrap of today, here's our Deputy Political Editor, Craig McCulloch. From the outset, the message was unmistakable. A cry, a rumble, an almighty roar from the Treaty Grounds. It was a meeting months in the making and thousands turned out for it. Conches blaring, the haka confronting. The crowd joined the challenge, jeering and shouting as the coalition made its Waitangi debut. If we expend the same time, energy and resource into honouring the treaty, then the discussions about tinkering and tinkering the the challenge continued on the Atia as speaker after speaker rose with the challenge. Toitu Te Tiriti, honour the treaty. Veteran activists Hone Harawera and Annette Sykes did not mince their words. You want to gut the treaty in front of all of these people? Hell no! Oh. And we should have been talked to before you allowed the tail to wag the dog. <laughs> The coalition has been dubbed the three-headed Tanifa, but one of the heads bore the brunt of opposition. David Seymour repeatedly called out for his bid to rewrite the treaty principles and codify them in law. You are putting forward a rewrite of Te Tiriti or Waitangi. You do it behind closed doors. Thank goodness. Who is the hero that leaked the document to the motu? <laughs> you and your shitty-ass bill are going down the toilet. The ACT leader responded in kind, not shying from the confrontation, but doubling down. We need to start talking about ideas and stop attacking people. It's got to be a debate based on respect. And he hit back at comments made by opposition parties over the weekend. But I can say to Pena Henaday, Māori should know better than anyone. You cannot kill ideas with a gun. The crowd soon lost patience with the regulations minister, drowning him out with wieter. It was a rough reception for Winston Peters too, as the deputy prime minister met fire with fire, heckling protesters in return. You tell me who ever said... We're getting rid of the treaty of Waitangi. So stop the crap. Stop the nonsense. Stop the hysteria. Some of us were out there before you were born.
quiet. The New Zealand first leader was drowned out by protesters too, this time chanting Enoho, sit down. Get an education. But he did not sit down. He left, departing for what he called important meetings, not sticking around for the main event, the Prime Minister's address. I want Pao Māori to thrive. Because when Māori do well, as we all know, New Zealand does well too. In contrast to his coalition partners, Christopher Luxon delivered a measured speech with a focus on togetherness, mirroring the calls for kotahitanga. And while the crowd thinned out, so too did the jeers, the audience mostly quiet. So we will keep talking, sometimes boisterously, always sincerely, I hope respectfully, and I believe ultimately productively. Boisterous it was indeed today, but not violent as some had feared. Most of the politicians are expected to stay for tomorrow's dawn service, where politics are typically set aside. This year's commemorations, though, have been far from typical. And that was Deputy Political Editor Craig McCulloch. Now let's bring Jimmy Allingham back in from Waitangi. Jimmy, you have been speaking to some government ministers? Yes, I spoke to Shane Jones from New Zealand, New Zealand First about the reception that they got and began by asking him, him about the strong words that Winston Peters had for the crowd today. Oh, I think it was a response to the nature of the delivery from Hone and, uh, and, and Annette. And rest assured, Winston's been coming here since like the late 1960s, earlier actually, so he is of Ngāpohi, and um, he's very, uh, very staunch in guarding his own connections with Waitangi, and not too different from me, resent any suggestion that um, we've um, done things to dishonour the treaty. Has that suggestion been made to you today? No, oh, all the time. They say, oh, Matua Shane Jones, you just uh, uh, aren't being um, straight with the teachings of your martyrs and you're not standing with us and uh, sadly as a politician you have to wear all those criticisms. Mm. There was some strong language used today though and there's some talk that uh, Ngāpuhi was speaking a different language to the government. What's your response to that? Oh well Ngāpuhi elders have always had a very um, deep reverence for the treaty. What I said was that the name of the treaty is the Treaty of Waitangi, not the Treaty of Waikato. And there is a distinctive attachment that the Ngāpohi have to the treaty. Not very many of us know much about the principles of the treaty, but our, our tūpuna, Sir James Henare, and our elder Maturata, they regarded the treaty as bilingual, indivisible, and a covenant. So naturally, the Ngāpohi people will have a, a different view than what um, politicians from time to time have. But look, it needs to be said that there's nothing on our agenda that alters, changes or disfigures the articles, the upoko, uh, the words of the treaty. What we're addressing is the future of the Waitangi Tribunal and also where the principles are referred to in law, are we confident that we know why they're there and what exactly they mean? Now, I only say that because I'm very nervous about the principles being used for a purpose beyond effecting goodwill and amity and development for Māori. They're often used, as they were in Taranaki, as a basis for um, overwhelming economics and science over coastal um, 
seabed mining. We remember your opposition to that, but what is the best way to have a debate about that? Because many people are worried that this will turn into a racially divisive debate, the, one, the track we're going down at the moment. Oh, I think that there's adequate and ample scope for a mature discussion. It's a bit like the Bible, you know, it's a season for all things. We shouldn't brace it. But I do feel that, you know, there's room to pause and reflect that, uh, that our words are directed towards creating something bigger and better and um, more forward-moving come 2040. And if, there, if I could say something about the corridor today, too many of the speakers are still stuck in the 1960s, 70s and 80s. But your leader was referencing that as well. But he's reminding us that as each day goes by, as uh, also Mr um, Seymour said, our population is changing. We've got thousands and thousands of immigrants coming to New Zealand. So if you're looking for what are threats to the foundation influences of New Zealand and the role of the treaty, take account of the changing demography of the country. That's what Mr Winston Peters was saying. You won't deal with that merely by merely invoking 1835 or indeed 1840. Shane Jones there. And Jimmy, what's happening where you are now? Well, it's a beautiful evening here at the treaty grounds. The politicians have had their say today and cleared off, and there's preparations underway for tomorrow. You can also probably hear behind me, that's the Navy Band. They're welcoming the Governor-General Dame Cindy Keto onto the treaty grounds. Thank you, Jimmy. That is Jimmy Ellingham live from Waitangi.